The Money Show. Ad feature. Brennan Seary, who's the editor of Orchids and Onions, with our Heroes and Zeros featured this evening. And uh, is there ever a case to advertise something that is never going to be sold again, I wonder, Brendan? It's, a, it's an interesting one, Bruce, especially when um, you're discontinuing a product. How do you talk to an audience and get them to go along with you? And I think that's what I found fascinating about a really interesting video put together by Ford of the UK, um, a farewell to the Fiesta. Um, the model is being discontinued in its current form because it's got a it's got an internal combustion engine and, and future cars will be electric or um, hybrid, plug-in or otherwise. So what they did was basically put together a really nice, cute little video, which hits all the touch points about what cars mean to people. Now, cars are not really um, the sort of they, they status symbols and, and things like that for petrol heads, but for ordinary people, for families, cars can be part of the part of the life that you live. Um, they can be the facilitators for making memories. They can be part of your life as a family, and and they capture this very well. Um, and it, in and and to me, it was just really touching and cute and a, a nice piece of entertainment. But at the same time, getting across. Um, a message about how reliable and faithful the Fiesta has been since 1976 when it came out um, and looking towards the future. Um, and, and they do it by having a grandfather reading the story of the little car that could basically um, to his, his grandson. Um, and it's just really something different, something wholesome, but at the same time also really, really clever marketing. Let's pick up on a bit more analysis on it in just a moment. I'd like Khamotsu uh, to pay it for us this evening, to pay for uh, the, for us this evening, because I think it's a, a really interesting take. And just the visual of this, it's an old guy arriving home in a fiesta, and he's directed to a kid's uh, bedroom. The kid is waiting for Grandpa to put him to bed. He's waiting for you. Will you read it, Granddad? Again? Please. Right then. Once upon a time, there was a car. It wasn't a big car. Not a fancy car, but a car for the people. They built it and they drove it. It became part of the family, a teacher, a wingman, an old faithful friend. Sometimes it went fast. Sometimes it went slow. But it always, always went. Until one day, it didn't anymore. Not because it couldn't. Not because it wouldn't. But because its job was done. So now we say thank you, little car. For all. 
journey and what's still to come. Is the story finished? Well, this one is, but the next one's just beginning. It's just lovely. It really is lovely. And then it ends a bit like a James Bond movie when they throw forward to the next one uh, because just suddenly out of the garage emerges... It's a bit like Kit from the 1980s, but this futuristic car, and you get a very clear sense that that's the end of an era. But don't worry, we've got more for you. And it's just a brilliant setup for what is to come, isn't it, Brendan? Absolutely. And also, it's a piece of entertainment. It's a piece of um, storytelling which makes you feel good, um, even if you're not a Ford uh, fan. And and I must say, it, it, it did ring a few bells with me because... In our family, there have always been Fords around, not always that we own. We don't own them now, but my first car was a Ford. My mother's first car was a Ford. The first picture of me <laughs> next to a car was with a Ford. My sister's first car was a Ford. Um, my daughter's student car was a Ford and a Fiesta, and she's still driving another one. Um, and my son has a Ford as well. So it's it's part of the part of the family experience and i think they capture that so well there and it's just a reminder of advertising at its best is really story storytelling and telling the story of your products in a way that involves people absolutely but not every product is going to lend itself to this kind of nostalgia you've really got to have something special that has crept into the hearts and minds and as you put it the lives of people and not just for a year or two but over generations exactly and i think the that brand loyalty is a very very important thing and you know it extends not just to cars are an obvious one there's a lot of brand loyalty there but there's a lot of brand loyalty, ironically, in, in things like banks. I mean, my first bank that I banked at when I got my first job was the one my mother banked at. Of course, it's the way, it's the way <laughs> we she, do it. She loved it. Um, exactly. And I think um, that's that's the, the one thing. There's a, you know, there are other things that we we kind of take for granted as part of your, the fabric of your life. And you they, they they tell a story right through the lives of people and it, it becomes a thread through your family life and and your family will continue it. Um, I don't know if my daughter's a petrol head. She just bought her Fiesta because it was economical and she likes driving it and she liked the previous one. So um, she doesn't care less as long as it doesn't let her down and it hasn't. Yeah. As he says in it, it, whatever it does, it, it went, it went, it went. <laughs> and I think it's a great piece of advertising, a reminder that, that – you know, of, of the best of advertising. And it, it, it's not just nostalgia. It throws forward and says the future is better than the past. We're great. It's been Correct. awesome, but the future is better than the past. And that I found I found it massively uplifting. I really did. Um, talk to me about your zero. It's a little less uplifting. Yeah, it's it's kind of a long-running uh, battle I've had with um, <laughs> Sanral because... Back in the days when I worked on the Saturday Star, we were the first people to break the enormity of what ETOLs were about to do to us. Um, and it's really a story of had Sanral been less arrogant, more open, and actually got some marketing experts, and I mean honest marketing experts, because a lot of advertising agencies and marketers just tell the client what the client wants to hear. What the client should have been told by whoever they worked with was, listen, 
pitch this thing as a patriotic duty. Tell people that it's 2010, we've got the World Cup coming, and this is the right thing to do. Set the tolls at a really low level and perhaps recover them via a small uh, fuel levy. 30 cents a litre would have paid these things off last year or the year before. Um, and people would have gone along with it. They would have understood that this is something which is good for us and we're prepared to pay. But shoving it down people's throats had the exact opposite effect. And you had the what resulted in the biggest consumer boycott in South African history. Um, and I think there's a lesson there for, for government um, that you need to take people along with you um, and you need to market yourselves. You need to employ marketers and not just political spin doctors. Because I think people, uh, customers, your, your, your citizens are your customers, um, and you can't abuse them. And I think that's a, that's a lesson that the government has still got to learn. Yeah, and it, it's uh, it, and we yeah, the Gauteng government now is is lumbered with this albatross um, because the problem doesn't go away. The roads will still have to be funded; they will still have to be fixed. And we've created, unfortunately, a culture of simply revolting against what we don't want to pay for. And at some point, we are going to have to pay for the stuff in some form or other. So the damage is is going to have a long tail, unfortunately, and it's as yeah, a result I, I, of I poor communication. That- Exactly, and that's that's the problem. If we, if if people had played open cards, if there had been a little less padding of the costs of this thing, you know, we paid more per kilometer. We paid something like ninety-five million rand a kilometer at a time when, and that was for basically putting in an extra two lanes on an existing highway and building some interchanges at a time when you could have built a four-lane highway in the United States for sixty million rand a kilometer. So that's how much we got ripped off. We did. And Brendan Seary's been on it since day one. The Orchids and Onions editor, Brendan Seary, this evening. Sandra getting the big fat zero for not engaging with its customers, with ad, with agencies, with marketers. How best do you sell a bad news story? Well, you tell people it's good for them and you tell them why they need to do it and you make them want to do it. What, did, what was the, there was an, oh, that's an old one, but what, what is the art of diplomacy? Telling people to go to hell in such a way as they look forward to the trip. Uh, that's what they should have done, but they made you look, uh, made you, uh, pushed you against the trip and they created a huge revolt against e-tolls. And then um, the hero this week, Ford in the United Kingdom with the hashtag Farewell Fiesta. Search it up on YouTube. It is beautiful advertising. It really is. Gets tonight's hero and throws forward to a much more exciting future.